grandpa got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and grandpa, we believe She'd been oh, ringing Oh, yeah. oh here we go the north and south Gotta make some stew on Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make some Legos Gotta get those kids out Oh, I yeah, you over there You get a cold because you've been a naughty little boy <laughs> So fuck yes, welcome to After the Hype. I'm your host as always, Brian Dressel. With me as always is Jonathan Hardesty. I've been slain. <laughs> Chewy Darso. Hi. And Ryan James. Woo-hoo. And coming to us for, I don't even know what time, is our very special friend, Mr. Chris Ortiz. Hi, Chris. Hi, you guys are here for a special episode today. We, it is a, it's going to be a doozy of an episode, that's for sure. Uh, so this should be coming out if I did, you know, dates correctly uh a few days before christmas it should be thursday christmas is on sunday right uh yeah right that, yeah. that's how the calendar works that's something. christmas is coming up still it, it is still on its really way. dropped the ball <laughs> on editing <laughs> you're hearing this in always, <laughs> i'm not working right now so that's always a possibility let's, but i doubt it if you're hearing one for safety hope you all enjoyed christmas yeah, hope you had a good christmas <laughs> if you're hearing this in february oops oh my bad <laughs> Happy Merry Valentine's Christmas. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you love you like your loved ones. <laughs> Festivus for the rest of us. Am I right? All right. Uh, we're going to do a quick where have you been doing before we get started on today's Christmas episode. It's all, it's all the same thing. We all did uh, the same thing this I, week. That's what I was going to say. I'm not sure who has a different one. Does anyone have a different one? All right. Well, I have something that I did aside from that one thing. No, no, no. We're just talking about the one thing. John, what, did you see the one thing that we're talking about? the most important thing. I did not see that one. Okay. Thing. So, John, where have you been doing? <laughs> Well, I've been doing more Stardew Valley. Sure. It just came out on console, oh. Xbox, and PS4. Uh, yeah, give it a try. I recommend it. Uh, the controls are still are, are fine. I think they do cursor on the console a little bit, so okay. that's a little annoying. But other than that, if you want a really fun, relaxing game with a really addictive gameplay loop, jump in. I love it's, cool. it's, it's only 15 bucks, and for the amount of time you can spend in it, it's well worth it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the rest of us, I believe, saw Rogue One. Yes. Am, am I wrong? <laughs> you're right. When you're right, you're right. That's all I did all week. Waited in line for Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One. I read uh, Garth Ennis's old Punisher comics. Whoa. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I highly recommend them if you guys have, if nobody has read them. It's, it's one of the best runs ever that Marvel has ever put out. That's Garth Ennis. Yeah. He's I great. Mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like he's, he was, he, the man was born to write the Punisher. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's pretty perfect. Yeah. It's, a, I mean, it's an amazing run. So, yeah, I've started rereading that and stuff and can't recommend it enough. I mean, I did other things, but I'd rather just talk about Rogue One because Rogue right. One, yeah. it, it's we did it. And we here's saw the Rogue thing, One, and I don't want to spoil a thing, single thing out there. So if for some reason okay. you're waiting to see it, like with family at Christmas or something like that, and you just haven't a chance to run out and see it yet. I'll just say this much: no one is waiting. I mean, I yeah. waited last well, year for Force Awakens. Yeah, we Awakens, waited last year, and I, and I have friends who wait to see it with their family. And like, I, I get it. I mean, I wouldn't, but I get it. And, uh, well, the thing is that uh, Awakens was fine to not hurry to yeah this and one this one see it now yeah I, I think you should see it fucking uh, fantastic oh i call i sorry uh, i cried twice I, I did not cry but i did love it i can't uh, cry I, and I did start whacking brian's leg at one point she did, did. There, there's one Wait, i mean uh, there, there's some there's some real nerdgasm there, moments in there oh, there's yeah. there was a moment where i was just like oh gareth you read the books 
I can oh, tell. Yeah, he did. You read the oh, really? books. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only did he read the books, but I think what was great about this one is is that this honestly felt like the first real adult Star Wars movie. This now, one, I don't see, mean I don't mean the other ones didn't have adult themes. In I them, mean but the this full one penetration was, scene was really awkward. <laughs> yeah, but Darth Vader just came <laughs> out there like in the nude. Tentacle like, monster. Here I am, gentlemen. That, I got Drink real nervous in. when yeah. that tentacle monster came out. I was just like, oh god. You wow. definitely learned why he was wheezing. That actually, yours kind of works. It does. Actually, what's funny is that when that tentacle monster so, came out, somebody in the theater showed it out. Oh, God, that alien from Prometheus got a second job. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, without spoiling really too much, I, the most I will say, other than just go see it, is that if uh, if you've been a fan of the books your whole life, there are some sweet little nuggets in there for you. And if you're a fan of, like, Star Wars, where, like, you looked up old concept art and all that sort of stuff. Oh, my gosh. There's a ton of that shit in there, too. It's like, yeah. so amazing. If like, you if you like a little bit kind of a more darker sci-fi also, like, also if you like war sci-fi, if yeah. you were you're reading war, well, isn't this you're the, going to like this movie. Isn't this the first oh, movie yeah. in, in, the, in the franchise to deal with war? Right, right, right? Like, legit war. Right, right. But not, fancy, uplifting yeah. war. Like, war. Right. Yeah, you, I, have dealt, to, I have to wonder about that statement you just said. No, no, no. <laughs> well, we know, we've dealt war. with fantasy war, I think, with all the other ones. Kind of like what Chewie was just describing. We, the, the dark, kind of we like, did get darkness with some of like the espionage before, Yeah, you but not really the war. I mean, like put it to you this way. You never had the main characters who you're rooting for. I mean, in all the other films, all the main characters, even Han Solo, they were rooting for all their actions in them and stuff. Characters do yeah. very questionable things, and you understand why they're doing them and everything, yeah. but it doesn't make it okay that they yeah. have to do those things. Yeah. And the other thing that makes this film really stand out is that Awakens was a love letter. It's true. But it was a love letter to the extreme where, like what people were saying, it did kind of feel like fan fiction. Right. This film doesn't have that. This feels like you're actually there. You're in the universe again. There's no, like, there's like two winkings. Like, really, when you, oh, the get, winks when you break were so it down. Successful the too. winks, oh, yeah, yeah they the were. winks were successful. There's one that I think that didn't, but I will say it is. Purposeful, uh, except for the one that's Brian we'll referring later. to, but yeah. <laughs> and. I can't praise it enough because, like, just the texture, the lighting, everything, just you could feel this movie. And yeah. you couldn't, like, not the way you could feel Awakens. You could, like, Awakens was fun, but this movie you really feel, which is what we were missing. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get started on today's episode because we have a lot to talk about, and I'm not sure how long it's going to take because we've never done this before. This is a first. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah, I yeah. love this, yeah, though. I yeah. hope you guys do this again. Yeah, this was uh, this came was a uh, uh, brainchild of John, I believe, right? Yeah. Is that, is that the one who came? I'm getting the credit to the right person? Yeah. Uh, and then we kind of spitballed with it and kind of made it into what it will turn into today. Uh, this is our uh, Secret Santa episode. So if you haven't listened to a few episodes and you're just joining us today to explain really quickly what it was, is we had a friend of the show, Mackenzie Paykov, uh, basically assign us people to choose a movie for secretly like you do in Secret Santa. Then we mm -hmm. all had to watch it, and then we're going to come here today. Uh, we're all going to do a 30-second breakdown. Uh, some of these will be recorded. You can watch us on uh, online, and some of them won't. You have to listen to us, which you're already doing. Um, the special versions. you got to yeah. listen for it. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to kind of say what we thought of it, and then we're going to try to guess who had it or who picked it for us, and then they can tell us why they picked it for us. And that could be anything from, you know, because uh, I had to throw a dart at a board, and that's what you got. <laughs> so, Damn it. <laughs> Give mine away. Uh, shit, that's the... <laughs> good luck. All right, this is a 10-minute episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully that's not the case for everybody. I know I put some thought into mine. Uh, I, I think that whoever chose mine put some thought into theirs. <laughs> and if they didn't, 
fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think they put some thought. The moment I saw what yours was, I was like, oh, no, they put some thought into this. <laughs> they just didn't have your best interest at heart. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need that hour and a half out of his life. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> Oh, so you don't want to see the good movie. <laughs> oh, 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 I have a contingency. <laughs> oh, do I have a contingency? Oh, FYI, everyone, oh, I actually was not the man. person who played this film for. I was kind of thinking it was you for a long time. I thought Chris for all of the picks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, did Chris just wouldn't, choose wouldn't, this whole list? Wouldn't yeah, Mackenzie just really fuck it up? Yeah. So, Chris, you have to pick a movie for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Here's me with a cigar and some brandy in my oh, hand. Man. It's pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't that have been the great, like, last-minute reveal? Like, it was me all along. <laughs> what a twist. That would have been pretty great. Flam, 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 flam. Okay, so who wants to go first? I'll go first. I don't All right, care. Ryan wants to go first. All right, so starting things off, Ryan, you get to do your 30-second breakdown. Tell us what your movie is. Well, uh, I have L.A. Confidential. Ooh. God, he's reading it from the phone. I'm totally reading it from my phone. This was uh, a period piece set in the 50s all about police corruption. Was- your 30 seconds just started, by the way. Oh, good, because uh, I was going. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> now I'm ruining you. You have 24 seconds left. Um, <laughs> it's about uh, Guy Pierce, who's a young up-and-coming police uh Detective What's his name? So that officer? way I can, you know, make sure to reference it later on. Exley. Okay. Uh, who is determined to live up to his father's reputation. I'm going off the Wikipedia. He gets involved in some corruption. Kevin Spacey is there. Uh, who does Kevin Spacey play? Uh, Kevin Spacey <laughs> plays Kevin Spacey. <laughs> this is Bud White. I think Ryan's failing. And, uh, oh, you're out of time. <laughs> the guy from, from Bear gets him. Womp womp. Wait, I'm I got sorry, through, Ryan. I got through two characters. <laughs> it was, I, oh. it was, I could not help it the moment you brought out the Wikipedia. Oh, Kim Basinger oh, wears a cape. Uh, Russell Crowe shows up. Dude, what you're so out of time. He's Bud White. <laughs> <laughs> I know, when you said Bud White, I'm just like, oh, you Kevin are Spacey's Jack Vincennes. Oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, so, so I nailed it. So, uh, Do you want to make fun of me? <laughs> oh, well, we are. Uh, I'm going to, whoever chose your movie gets to make fun of you after they reveal themselves. Oh, okay. That's how we're going to so roll with this one. Yeah, so okay. not yet. So we'll get to there. Uh, so what'd you think of it? How'd you like it? Had oh, you seen it before? I hadn't seen it before, and I was so grateful nice. to get to watch it, because it's been on my list for a little while, and this is finally a reason to, to rent it and watch it, and it was amazing. I mean, it's like uh, nominated for 10 Academy Awards, and wow, if it 10. wasn't the same year Titanic came out, it probably would have won a lot more. Um, it was just a, a classic piece of filmmaking. It was uh, a little over two hours long, and the, the whole plot is like full of twists and turns, and... Uh, Guy Pierce is like uncovering a, a, another piece of this police corruption all along the way, and um, I have a, a little top ten list going of, of some of my favorite things in it. If you want to, yeah, dive Go right in. Let it rip. Yeah, um, rip it. It's based on an award-winning novel. Number ten, obviously, <laughs> good source material. Number nine, it won those two Academy Awards. Uh, <laughs> like I was saying, it won the hell out of them. Uh, number eight. I thought it had great cinematography. Like, uh, there's a, a few. Sometimes a period piece will actually distract me with how good the camera work is, and this was one of them. It's a gorgeous movie. Oh, absolutely gorgeous. It's, I'll just watch it at some point. Uh, <laughs> you should. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. should. Um, number seven. It's a classic story set in L.A. And since we live in L.A., I'm always, you know, it's always close to home when people start talking about Echo Park and the different neighborhoods and yeah. just kind of like you, you get that dirty, corrupt feeling I, when you talk about L.A. Oh, this just movie see, yeah, is L.A. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it is L.A. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can just see Rockstar Games going, I can make a game about this. Right. L.A. Noir. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, number six, uh, starring Danny or not, you know, co-starring Danny DeVito. Oh, right, um, yeah. This was in the '90s. He still wasn't like playing the character yep. that he plays on. It's always Sunny. Yeah, he He's wasn't still kind Frank of Reynolds a, yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's still kind I of a straight-laced he, actor. But did he help produce the film? Like, uh, I didn't actually see that. I, I don't. I don't have. remember. I don't know. Like, I I'm not saying. I, so. I don't remember. Like, I'm yeah, not. Still, I, I don't remember. Fat, but I. Uh, he was no. Actually, he came on a little later because I did read. Uh, this brings me to number five. One of the early castings, uh, aside from Guy Pierce, was Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah, and this was like one big. of his breakout roles, and he nailed it, playing um, the the uh, what, Bud White, who is uh, kind of like a, a a man of vigilante justice. He like beats the shit out of a bunch of people in the movie who he, he finds to be criminals, or it, just yeah kills them. You know, and it was interesting. Uh, they thought that neither one of them were bankable actors. They were really right. worried about this going in because yeah. both Guy Pierce and Russell Crowe. Oh, the studio thought this was going to be a major flop. Uh, they right. were really worried about it. So they had to sell it to the studio, and once they got that, then they uh, went and got Danny DeVito, uh, Kevin Spacey, and Kim Basinger. Yeah. Um, uh, number four, Kevin Spacey. I mean, he was absolutely fantastic in this movie. I love seeing him play a person who's writing the line of bad and good, you know, living in the gray area. Yeah. Like an Iron Will? Not was, like was an Iron Will. <laughs> I need to watch that movie. You need to watch this movie. I'll watch Iron Will. Okay. Once we get <laughs> One it back, of those statements is correct. Once we get it back from <laughs> right. Mackenzie. Right, right. Uh, so down to the top three things about this movie. I just talked about Kevin Spacey. Number three was Kevin Spacey's surprise death in this movie. Oh, my God. He, he yeah. uncovers. Well, now I know. Yeah. Well, too bad. <laughs> you should have seen it. It came out in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. Sorry. It's not like Rogue One. It wasn't you spoiled Iron Will Trust for me. Trust me what okay. I say. Is, this does not ruin this film. The no, fact that you know walking in. Like, I knew when I first saw it that he died in it. Oh, okay. But I had no idea like yeah. how great. <laughs> no, like, this I had no idea that joking. rest of spoilers. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> movie gets crazy Dude, at yeah. times. I have never seen The Usual Suspects, but then I accidentally watched the ending while flipping through TV once. Yeah, that that's a that's a bigger spoiler. That's a bigger spoiler. <laughs> I'm like, oh hey, there's Kevin Spacey. He's got a limp. Oh, he oh, doesn't God, have a he limp. He doesn't have a limp anymore. Ah shit! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Oh, what yeah, were yeah. the other, were oh. the other uh, two uh, things? Two and had? one. Um, number two was following on that great twist. James Cromwell being the villain of the movie was fantastic, and it wasn't a surprise that he was knee deep in all this police corruption. But when he just earmuffs, if you want him. Kills Kevin Spacey. <laughs> what you just said was James Cromwell's surprise yeah. villain. Uh, b- wow. Because uh, Kevin Spacey brings him with, uh, brings to him the some new evidence. Yeah, and he just murders him in cold blood. It was fantastic. Yep. And even in his dying words, <laughs> Kevin Spacey kind of set him up to to fall ultimately to uh, Guy Pierce's character. And and number one, that fucking jawline oh my god guy pierce looking into the camera oh oh god like he when he just turned like there's like half the shots that are just like yeah. Guy Pierce just turning around with his jaw clenched. oh my god oh, and, yeah. and the lighting of that the whole movie just <laughs> super noir you can you see, see that shadow hard on his jaw oh my pierce's god jaw i like oh, to yeah. i like to add something to his list because this is one of my all-time favorite films um the interrogation scene Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that yeah. is one of the oh, my finest God. scenes I think ever put on film. The way that they pace it and the editing in it is yeah. fantastic. His little who directed this again? This uh, guy, but Curtis yeah. Hansen. Yeah. Um, he's one of those guys that like you know has been around for a while. He's directed a number of films, but um, this is his magnum opus. I mean, it's well, like yeah. by far yeah. his best film. I mean, yeah. like you know, how sometimes it is where like directors, you know, they do films and you know they're good films. They're not bad films. They're good films. But then, oh yeah, I think he also did uh, Ray. I think was the other like Ray wasn't film. bad. Yeah, but this is. Th- this I think is like oh it's much better. Yeah, this is a four <laughs> out of four star classic yeah. film. Oh man, 
Uh, yep. So good. And when he does that little toggle trick with the, the speakers <laughs> and then uses it to his advantage in the end. It yeah, was that was so slick. good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, I just love how Russell Crowe, when he comes into a room, he just like takes, the, he just shoves oh. the guy with one hand and then with the other hand. He like he like what is he? He takes his gun, he unclicks it out with like. Oh yeah, 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 he, yeah. he plays roulette he with the guy's life. Yeah, yeah. Like, except for one bullet, yeah. he just tells the guy one and six. Yeah. Oh man. Starts pulling the trigger in the guy's Russell mouth. Russell Crowe is so, so good. good. Like so. Everybody in this movie yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, it's fu- I watched uh, all of these movies because I'm uh, a glutton for punishment, and I felt like I had to. Mm-hmm. Yours was only one film that was. <laughs> yours was a runaway, <laughs> the best movie on the table. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yours was as far the best one on the table as mine was the worst one. <laughs> 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 Were you just sitting here and being like, "Oh, thank God, somebody picked this." Like, <laughs> Absolutely, uh, I was. Uh, I had a good Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yours worked out well. Uh, do you have a guess as to who picked it for you? Uh, I mean, the obvious choice is Chris because yeah, it yeah, is his I favorite. Think I, mean, I picked it for. I, I, and I, we lived together for uh, over a year, and I know you so well that this yeah. is obviously picked by Chris. Yeah, he knew because he like he would hear me quote lines from yeah. the picture. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, as, yeah, soon yeah. As, as soon as I gave it to him, I was like, he, like he's gonna know it's yeah. Like I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. I, if you were to ask me right then and there, I would have been like, yeah, man, like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, Dad, I know you're getting me the Xbox, okay? That's all I've been asking for. You wrapped the controller. controller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, my main thing was that I was like, whoever I get, um, you know, you're not going to suffer. I'm going to try to give you a good... Because it was yeah. between that and... Oh, I wish film. my person had that idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man, if, you had, if it was me making your film, I would have chosen a long kiss goodnight for you. Uh, oh, that's a good man. movie. Yeah. <laughs> so you're coming back for the next one. Right, long kiss goodnight. <laughs> The one with uh, Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Oh, yeah. That's a good movie. That's, that's a good movie. movie. <laughs> well, that's one of my all-time favorite Christmas movies. So, in short, Chris should have picked all the movies. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> I know, yeah. What's the connection between that movie and Arcade? Uh, arcade is the opposite of it. It's Was there any, like, beyond just the fact that you knew Ryan hadn't seen it and you wanted to make him, was there any other main reason why you chose it for him? Well, I mean, I think, actually, you know, you just hit the nail on the head and stuff. And also, I was like, I'm like... Now that I have Ryan's thing, I'm like, I want him to watch a film that's not sci-fi yeah. or like related yeah. and everything yeah. else. But I also want to make him watch him make him watch a movie that I know is good, and that if he did say it was bad, I would have the ju- I would be justified <laughs> to pick up my chair <laughs> and throw it at him, and nobody would blame me. Like Russell Crowe and yeah, every scene you. that he's in in this. Yeah, this movie has a fucking scene where they beat the sh- they just like straight up beat horrifically people, and you just see cops like surrounding him, just being like. So uh, yeah. we're just going to say he fell, right? And it's yeah. literally yeah. 30 cops <laughs> yeah. are all around yeah. him. I, I think you did a good job picking a movie that he nece- not necessarily would have ever watched on his own. Yeah, but yeah, it's also I knew yeah. what you would enjoy. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a solid choice, Chris. Well done. Solid uh, choice. So who wants to go next? Here, I guess I'll, we'll go down. Yeah, the okay, that works. We'll do it yeah. that way and stuff. So um, I have seconds. God, we're going to try to do this All right, movie in uh, Hold on. Seconds. Let me get you 30 seconds. and then <laughs> This uh, one's going to be interesting. <laughs> I, I think you can do it. 30 seconds to talk about seconds. You ready? Doing it. Go, 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 go. All right, here we go. We're going to be talking about seconds. Directed by John Frankenheimer, director of such wine films as Seven Days in May and Manchurian Candidate. Oh, yeah. This movie is about this old fogey who decides he doesn't like his life anymore, so he becomes Rock Hudson in an experimental underground facility. I know. Afterwards, choice. afterwards, he moves in with a bunch of fucking hippie assholes who decide to throw him into a wine vat and make him crush a bunch of grapes. Then afterwards, he realizes he doesn't like it and tries to escape to society. Unfortunately, everybody else says to him to go fuck himself, in which then he finds out the horrifying secret of what seconds actually means. What does it mean? Um, 
Oh, you're out of time. <laughs> you thought I'm just like, no, we're not even going to fall for that one. You didn't say the ending in the movie. You you're got right. close. I didn't, I didn't I, what? You didn't get close. That was so much. Yeah, it I'm was so a lot. Confused. And that's uh, actually the plot. You think like that was uh, actually, I think I was describing maybe the first. <laughs> yeah. You, like, you, there was a plot like, with him just crushing grapes? That was a solid no, no, fail. Like it was a great try, <laughs> but it was definitely a failure. And we forgot to have the person make fun of Ryan, but we won't forget for you. <laughs> Uh, so whoever had Chris, I was just happy that Ryan yeah. actually got. I think I was making because also I was yeah. smoking fun at Ryan. Wow, yeah, like, who plays this character? What's yeah. his name? What else has he been in? <laughs> like, so whoever had you will get to make fun of you at the end of this. Oh god, so you yeah, definitely like, failed. So what did you think of the movie? Uh, I did like it. I think it's a good movie. Uh, I don't think it's John Frankenheimer's best film because mm-hmm. um, I'm a big John Frankenheimer fan. So I've actually seen this movie before. Right. Um, he's done, like I said, Manchurian Candidate and Seven Days of May, which are both. Also, awesome films. I highly recommend both of those to watch, especially Manchurian Candidate. Um, this kind of falls into that um, category that those two films do, and that it's a deep sense of paranoia throughout this picture. Um, I'll buy it in a very much more experimental way. Brian, you said you saw it. Then has anybody else yeah, some seconds? Um, but like the deal with this film is, is that um, it's very like you know like John Frankenheimer I think likes to get like up close and personal with people, so you get like these weird like fisheye lenses perspectives of it's people. It's really well shot. It's re- yeah, and I mean it's a gr- it's very experimental. I was genuinely surprised when I was doing research on it to find out that Paramount actually distributed this in the '60s because this is not a film that at that time they would have made. Like, oh, it feels like that. This was a big like, risk for Paramount. Oh, it feels like this is an exper- This is an experimental. This is an experimental independent film, even by today's standards. At oh, yeah. I mean, I was mentioning the grape scene. Uh, this is an entire 10 minute sequence of them trying to get him to just like do this crush line. those grapes. Yeah, crush, crush, crush those, those grapes. grapes. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just keeps going. It's like, I think they want them to crush the grapes. And like I said, there's a deep sense of paranoia in it because uh, Rock Hudson's character in it, um, I think, is trying to be forced to be um, conformed to this kind of society that he enters into. Because the deal is the stuff is that it's about people who are rich enough to kind of decide that the lives that they have right now aren't good enough anymore. So they get a second chance Had seconds. That's why they also have a kind of the plural sense in the title. Um, and. You know, the idea behind it is is that they kind of almost have a secret society and they don't want people to realize that, you know, they've done this, that they've abandoned their families. Which and kind of makes sense. Yeah. I in the world of the movie, it kind of works. It works. In, but I mean, well, then like so then after a while, he realizes that he wants to go back to his family and stuff in which then the real twist of the title comes in where they tell him, oh, well, you have a third option if you wanted to and stuff where. You know, your life won't go to wait. Like, like I think that's how they say it to him or something. Like, I forget how the they, exact they fra- wording. I, I, they phrase it in a way where he interpreted where he gets to just do another remodel and, and he'll be good to go. Back to himself and everything. It wasn't. I don't think he thought it'd be back to himself. I thought he was just. He was thinking he was just going to get another face and then he's going to go off and try it without them helping him the whole time. So I could just do it myself. What he doesn't realize is is that the way that they do this is that he's not the first one to try to do this. And what they do is they basically recycle your body, i.e., they euthanize you. And yeah. then harvest all your organs and everything else in you, so and you're used use as like your the, body parts for the next person. Well, they use your in. body parts and they use your your husk, if you will, yeah. as the cadaver for whoever is faking their death now. Yeah. So they, so you like the the thing I loved about it was the the framing where he walks in the room of all the dudes just sitting around waiting in the beginning of the movie, and then you find out at the end of the movie that those dudes are all just waiting to die. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's fucking dark, man. No, it is. I mean, like, this is a. F- I mean, this movie is fucked up. And I mean, like, you're taking a trip into like the seventh center of hell after a while with yeah. this film. Because I mean, like I said, and it's just deeply paranoid and stuff. And 
One of the interesting things, it's also one of the very few films that Rock Hudson starred in um, in a very dramatic role. He was known primarily for uh, comedic mm. uh, romantic Comedic or comedy. like super like uh, melodramatic Yeah, sort of or things. like, you know, if he wasn't in a thing, it was not a very serious action. I think he was in Ice Station Zebra, if my memory serves me correct. <laughs> wasn't I mean, he in a, he was in, uh, fuck, they remade it with Julian Moore uh, a little while later. Uh, super melodrama Really, really pretty movie. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, he's an extreme. Like yeah. I don't know where this stuff. Usually, his dramatic roles are extreme melodramatic, so they're yeah, really yeah, yeah. overacted. This is something that's kind of like they wanted you to like where there's a lot of subtle things in it, except for the crushed grape scene. Um, <laughs> crushed the grapes. grapes. There's guys. I kid you not. It's like if, it just if, keeps going. It just keeps going and going, and you're just wondering what the hell is the point of him crushing these grapes? And it's like I've never seen so many naked people and not seen a single nipple, nipple, <laughs> dick, ass, any like nothing. That's but they're D- all that's stark DP, naked. That's a DP for you. Yeah, right? like all everyone is completely naked. You don't see a thing. Like well done, guys. The yeah. editors, the DPs, they all deserve a huge round of applause for killing my boner. No, what I do love is that <laughs> yeah, because it's also a bunch of middle aged people. <laughs> just hey, nudity is nudity, man. Um, I don't exclude. But what's the deal? What I do love is after a while in that scene where he's like, "I'm alive. I feel so happy." Like, <laughs> it's pretty fucking great. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like. <laughs> It's not as good as John Frankenheimer's other pictures, but um, I think it is worth a watch by, for anybody that is interested. Because, like I said, it does kind of um, it is worthy of being in the same kind of canon area <laughs> as those other Cold War paranoia pictures. Because, like I said, this movie is paranoia amped up to eleven, which John Frankenheimer seems to know to do like the back of his hand at points. Uh, really quick, because uh, your five minutes is up, I've been quietly timing people. You were right about the ice station zebra. And the movie I was thinking about was All That Heaven Allows. Ah, uh, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting about your movie, Chris. Yours and I uh, have, you and I have the only movies at the table that are in the uh, National Film Registry. That's right. Yeah. What are you talking about? Mine totally is. <laughs> Arcade. Oh, I, oh, believe me. If we could figure out a way to get that shit in there. Oh, I looked it up. I want, ali- I want uh, aliens. Damn. I want aliens or whoever survives a nuclear fire to know yeah. Yeah. what the, the, the low yeah, That's what we should have sent out into space. Not whatever we did. Just a copy of Arcade. <laughs> Here's the height of our entertainment. <laughs> well, it's like con- it's like that episode. It's like that seated contact where like somebody goes, "Let me get this straight." The first is signal that we sent out to space was fucking Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so that's uh, your five minutes. What? Who do you think picked this movie? for I think you, you picked it for me. Swinging a miss there, pal. Oh, okay. Um, Chewy. No. Wow, two strikes. Jonathan. Yep. That there we go. I called it the second I saw the movie <laughs> oh, yeah. pop up in the thing. I'm, I saw seconds, 1966. I didn't even have to read the rest of it. Like, oh, yeah. that's John. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a black and white man. Well, I when see. I saw that, I had had you I had got to pick you. I was like, well, you don't know me well enough, so I'm gonna pick seconds. <laughs> I thought for sure it was you, especially yeah. because you see, like you were talking about. Oh, I seen the film and everything. Like, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I watched all of them. I, I like I said, glutton for punishment. I had to see all five. But yeah, no, I I knew it the second I saw him. I'm like, oh, that's John. Well, no, it is a good choice. I, I like out I heard of the bo- I like out of the box yeah. film. I like out of the box films, and this is an out of the box picture. Oh yeah. Uh, so beyond just that, was there any other specific reason that made you want to pick this one for him? Uh, when I saw I saw it at uh, the TCM Fest a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they were playing it with a bunch of noir films, kind of in not the Groundman's itself, not the big one, but the offshoots. You know, when you go further into the mall complex, there, the just the Chinese theater. I think. Oh right, right, yeah. Um, so I got to see that and. It was. It kind of blew me away. I was not expecting it because I read the premise. I was like, "Oh, the '60s. That's 
Okay, I had a little no, bit of a. I think it's going to be like very tame yeah. and very kind of like, nope. um, <laughs> yeah. like you know, very sixties X. This is not sixties X. Like John Frankenheimer might have been ahead of its time, but this is late seventies. That was like, yeah, thri- like French Connection, almost like thriller type and everything. That was just paranoia is just seeping in all over the place, and that was very much like that's kind of what blew me away with it. It's just how yeah, it tapped into that paranoia, but the filmmaking techniques really played into it in a way that I have never seen in a movie in the, from the like the 60s. Yeah. And just and I saw like how movies like Requiem for a Dream and Darren Aronofsky and that kind of attaching the camera to the actor, that kind of sense of just like we're going to get really close in and fisheye was so like pulled from this. Like Oh yeah. Well, also this I movie think, inspired a lot of. I mean, also the yeah. I should say this: the editing is top notch in this. Oh movie. yeah, it is. I mean, it is absolutely. Brilliant. I will say, like, because now that you're actually saying that, um, I'll name another film that might have been influenced by this one in terms of sense of like the theme of paranoia and everything would be Dark City. Oh yeah, I can um, see that for sure because yeah, Dark City uses I think a couple of, like the editing method where with some rapid quick cuts and everything. John Frankenheimer was big on quick cuts, I, like I've been noticing with his career, at certain points, kind of doing like this real like you know jarring edits and everything else like that to kind of make you feel disoriented but also like i said just the deep sense of paranoia and unease that he's able to put into this picture even during that the grape scene and stuff because you know like i said it goes on long but you're uneasy the entire time oh yeah it's 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 funny to make fun of it but it's a really well put together scene it's an uneasy i make fun of it because it's uneasy you're you're supposed to be watching something that's supposed to be very joyous in this and instead you're not feeling for some reason. You don't feel okay while watching. Right. Like, you don't because he doesn't, and yeah. they do such a good job shooting it and editing it, and like the music I and everything. Supposed to be happy when he's well. Happy. No, everyone else is having like the time of their life, but it feels terrible because he feels you terrible. You feel just off the entire time. I mean, it's yeah. weird all because I mean, like he's literally he's living in the lap of luxury in this picture. He's living on a beachfront property. He has he has an great, Alfred. He has an Alfred. He has his great house. He has a lover next door. Yeah, and everything like that. Yet the way that they film it and edit it is, is that you are uneasy the entire time. You don't feel comfortable at all. Yeah, so I, I could do a whole movie on this, a whole episode on this yeah. movie. Like it's really, it's a really good. little bit like that and everything. But I mean, like it's more like I don't know. I can't describe. That's the other thing is you can't describe why he feels uncomfortable at times. Also, yeah, it's a little bit more beyond. I think just that he misses his family. I think right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just so much going on, and it, it is harder to explain to someone. Which is why when I get a chance to recommend, like, do something like this, I'm going to pick this movie. Yeah, it's a good Even choice. if I sacrifice yeah. being the one who's guest. Like, yeah. you, you know. <laughs> no, I love out-of-the-box films. Yeah, no, like it's, it's solid. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's on Criterion, so it has an amazing transfer. It, if you can get the Criterion Blu-ray, do. Yeah. You know, and Barnes & Noble will have the 50% off sales every now and then. Oh, Jump in on that. going after this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, a good one to add to your collection because it just informs so many movies after it. And I, I feel like it's almost kind of innovative in that yeah. style there's an amazon review that i read that said uh, it was just one sentence thing it's like the best american film that nobody saw and it's like, oh that's yeah. no he's it's yeah. right it's, 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 it's a it's forgotten classic yeah, yeah. it's really really it's a, it's a must watch if you like film lovers and non non alike like it's it's definitely worth a watch and the, and for unless you just can't handle a black and white film yeah <laughs> in which then what the fuck are you doing but even yeah. the con- <laughs> even the, the contrast fuck, right? even the way the black and white is like filmed the, the lighting and the contrast is amazing and it fits with the yeah. paranoia even the lighting in there makes you feel uneasy. Yeah, it's it's really really well. And I've seen other Rock Hudson movies, and it's shocking to see that actor in this. Yeah, and yeah, he's in the middle of his comedy time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you've seen any other movie, and that's all you know of him, this is just a shot in the gut. Yeah, in a good way. Is so. it his uh, show? All right. Well, we need to keep <laughs> moving. Uh, so, John, your free shot at Chris is now uh, ready to go. <laughs> 
You could have gone faster. <laughs> uh, sorry, I like talking about good movies. Uh, that's good. Uh, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll just keep going around the table. I'm going to go next. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> Woo! Oh, you boy. feel good, right, honey? I feel so ready. Yeah. Uh, right, need, it's okay. I, I to, see this film. We're going <laughs> to be with you uh, on I, this I need one. to put my goggles on for my breakdown. Um, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I need to get in the spirit of things. Okay, tell me when... Uh, when I, oh, God, I can't see a thing. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence. Not a good direction. This is just, All I like, see is like this the is microphone. Uh, oh. All right, uh, one, two, three, go, 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 go. Okay, uh, so uh, Arcade is a movie about uh, kids who really like video games, although the filmmakers clearly fucking don't. Um, How so? Uh, shut up! <laughs> uh, so a new virtual reality game comes about, and all the kids want to play it, but it turns out the virtual reality game likes to eat children. Uh, it eats a girl's boyfriend, so she decides to pair up with a future film producer, and they decide to go into the game and fight everyone, and they do so by running away on skateboards and wearing really revealing leotards and funny uh, helmets. Not bad. That's... That, that's actually arcade coming in here right now. Oh no! <laughs> oh Brian, I'm so happy. Uh, so let's get uh, some. I gotta ask the obvious question: Did you like the kid's voice? <laughs> oh man, the kid's voice. Okay, so here's the thing: It's like, <laughs> a, as a gamer, uh, like this is like kind of a must-watch, and I just never did because it, it always looked terrible to me, and uh, and I wasn't wrong. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it, this is a garbage film. Let's yeah, this out of the way. yeah uh, it really is. It sounds amazing. Uh, uh, oh, and judging myself, I failed. So whoever picked this for me gets to make fun of me at the end of this because I definitely didn't get to the end of the fucking thing. Um, but it, it, it's it's tough to to talk about because uh, I am a gamer and I love video games and this was made for me and not me at the same time. But like it's it's one they of those were things. Thinking of you. They were thinking of me, and it's they were like thinking of me as somebody with a wallet that they could take money out of. When what Grandma built this came out, uh, so it was supposed to come out in 1992, okay. and then everyone went, "No, it's too terrible. We can't release it." How about 93? No, too terrible. Can't release it. <laughs> no, so no, they no, eventually I, put it. Eventually, in 1994, it came out. No, what happened is in 1992 they were like, "Guys, this movie came out. It's called The Law of Man." They're like, "Oh, we cannot release this in the same year." <laughs> They should have us. released it the same year. Yeah, I mean they should have, but uh, whatever. I mean it could have been the it could have been the original asylum, but whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> as someone who would know, yeah. Uh, no, the thing is, like, it's it's a fun movie. It's really really fun to watch, but like if you try to just break it down in any way, it falls apart immediately. Um, the girl main character is like she does an okay job. The I forget the guy's name who's in it, but he actually went on like when I say future film producer, like he went on and actually produced like legit movies. He produced the far, first Iron Man. Like he became somebody legit. Oh, you mean Kevin Feige? <laughs> yeah, not Kevin Feige. Uh, and Seth Green is in it, and he's horrendous. <laughs> and I usually think Seth Green's a pretty decent actor. Like even in it, he wasn't that bad. In this, it's just like he is terrible i just have to say is it ironic that seth green actually became his character in it yeah it, it is a little bit, <laughs> it's a little bit weird. <laughs> um but I, I i had fun watching it for what it was and i had fun watching it in the way of like this is the worst thing i've ever seen and uh i i i had it it had one audible holy shit moment <laughs> and that was in the opening credits when it said written by david s goyer <laughs> Oh, well, I guess everyone's got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> uh, would you say this is one of those types of pictures where if they actually got a decent director and a decent no. budget, no. it could have been saved? No, no, no. no. Uh, I mean, it, it's just, it, 
it's funny watching movies about video games that have never played a video game because it's great when you get to the video game moments. And the video game moments in this thing reminded me of, uh, do you remember that old like TV show where like they uh, played it in front of a green screen? They had, they had to go up, like slap lockers and... You were talking about like, oh, oh God, it's uh, from um, Nickelodeon. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually called Arcade. Yes, yes. That's, that's it. Yes. Arcade. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. What is this Maybe starting it's off? It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so uh, horrifying. Yeah. Got into it yeah. Like, no. <laughs> we need to talk about the dangers of Arcade. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's definitely David Goyer. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's what this felt like to me. So it felt like that kind of campy, fun... Like, just completely ridiculous. And it's 90s, so would they be running down a hallway? Nah, man, they'd be skateboarding down a hallway. <laughs> and what happens if the skateboards are the same color as the mat? Oh, well, they might disappear at points. But who cares? No one will notice. <laughs> so at certain points, we'll the skateboard turns the, we'll, a certain way and it just disappears. We'll wow them with this newfangled CGI that we have. Oh, yeah, which was... Uh, it's. <laughs> well, this movie is a byproduct of the blockbuster era. Of, oh, yeah, of, for sure. Like, where they would put out this crappy-ass picture, they would put it in a... like what they thought was an amazing poster. It wasn't, and they but yes. hope to God that some kid on a Friday night, like, let's call, let's call him Chris, uh, <laughs> Chris would walk in there with his mother and make his mother rent that movie for him. Yeah, and it's just... Like, and his mother would be like, this is a piece of shit, but yeah. I'm going to rent it for you because I want you to know what pieces of shit look but like. But the thing <laughs> was, like, I get that, Ooh, but at the same time, yeah. like, like, they went crazy with it and they made it rated R. And the only reason it's rated R is not because of violence, which is what I thought it was going to be. It's R just so they can say fuck and bitch wow. all the time. <laughs> and it's like, this it's is edgy. like this is the easiest edited down to a PG-13 movie ever. And it would have made a shitload more money on Home Market. But when you take that movie to your mom going, Mom! She goes, up. Oh, sorry, rated R. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, wait. Exactly. I guess you can watch mommy it. Mommy can say it. Only mom can say it. Uh, mommy is having a hard time right now. But like, like, Don't you want to watch Balto? But Balto's <laughs> out. Go watch Balto. But Go like, watch fucking Balto. Like, it really oh caught me off guard because like the kid swears. Like There's a little child who represents like the ultimate AI. And like the first time he sees her... <laughs> Uh, she's like, I can't find him. Where is he? And from behind her, she goes, I'm right here, bitch. And it's like, <laughs> it's like this little kid says well, no, bitch, and it just feels like, so weird. This kid is like Scary Terry from Rick and Morty, where just every other line yeah. in his mouth is bitch. Yeah, it's just strange. And like that's where the, like, it comes down to. Like uh, I'm pretty much out of time here. But all in all, like it's it's strange watching like a video game that's basically a hallway simulator. Uh, <laughs> they just run down a hallway, and there's this big yellow light they have to run away from that eventually turns into a monster. Uh, and, and it's it's fun and it's funny and it's it's definitely worth somebody's time. I wasn't <laughs> sure if it's worth mine, uh, but it's uh, if you haven't seen it and you like video games, you just like a bad movie. I would I would say it's worth a watch. I, I do have to digress and say uh, originally Brian had what I think was actually looked like a pretty good. Oh, movie. I really wanted to see that. Uh, it just does not fucking Lin, exist. Directed by Lynn Ramsey, who I yeah. think he did. We need to talk about Kevin. Yeah, we uh, need to talk uh, about Kevin. She did Ratcatcher. Great director. Yeah, this is a great director. And all of a sudden he's like, I can't find this picture, and then I don't know who. And oh. I'm real curious who just said, Well, now. You gotta watch this one. Yeah, I I, I, like, I could not feel like I got punished more. I was laughing. I when I read that, I was almost on the floor. I was like, oh god, we have taken a dip in one. Oh, uh, I went I and saw, like, won a Sundance award to something yeah. that was booed out of a blockbuster video. Like, I was almost so. I wanted to, but then at the end of it, I was like, no, he's got to walk in blind. I was so tempted to be like, oh, my God, have mercy on you. Yeah. So, oh, man. You are in for it now, I had that. I had the reaction that they have in Arrested Development for Anne. It's like, yeah. that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> this so, movie? 
so I mean, now to my credit, I looked on every streaming service. I looked at every rental service. I looked at what I'd get to the library to pick it up for me. I switched my browser to European browsers. I tried to find all of their streaming services. I went to Amazon.co.uk and tried to buy it, but they wouldn't let me do it with an American credit card. Uh, I tried every way possible to watch the better movie and failed in every account. And apparently, Morvan Collar, yes. And apparently, it wasn't good enough for whoever was the yeah. secret Santa. So, you so over. to guess who my secret Santa is, I'm guessing it's Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> is it her face that gives it away? Oh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's been entirely her face the whole time. Are you kidding me? I knew it was her. The moment Arcade showed up, I was like, I'm like, oh, this is, it's Chewy. It, it, was, <laughs> it was a dead heat between Ryan and Chewy for a long time. But Ryan would have picked the first film. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's what really decided it for yeah. me. Was, I was like, I don't think Ryan would have picked Morvan Collar. Not that I think Chewie would have, because I don't think she's a huge Lynn Ramsey fan. I mean, I've but seen, I've seen Morvern Collar, and it's a really good movie. I, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Chewie, you live with him, so you knew he was trying. <laughs> and yet you still were like, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you couldn't get this I one. Oh, you're I getting the other bad. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I. Not that I was. It's not that I was a fuck you. It's that God, I have to choose something that he won't guess is me. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. you failed. Yeah. But you, uh, did you guess before the, the, now? The, the second I saw Arcade, I, I thought it was you. Oh damn! Yeah, because <laughs> the only reason was because of uh, uh, Seth Green. I don't know why, but I assumed Seth Green and I attached you to it. The thing is, I saw this movie like a year or so ago. Like right why? Because it was on Netflix. <laughs> I was home alone, and the poster looked. Interesting. How did you never bring the this poster? up? I did. I actually brought oh, it up. Yeah, I told we you talked that about poster. it. Did we? Oh wow! The I post, but I wasn't right sure mind. if you would remember because when I talked to you about it, I'd be like, "Oh, I watched this terrible movie today." <laughs> Wait a second, back up, back up. The poster was interesting. Now, if my memory serves <laughs> correct, the poster for this picture not is interesting. Literally, like this fucking skeleton dragon creature. Yeah, and a kid wearing VR goggles going, "Whoa!" Yeah. It's some poor child. <laughs> exactly. I thought that was it. I'm like, this looks like a pile of shit. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, it was. It was. Kidnapped from his family just to do this poster because <laughs> no pe- no it's the poster i saw it was the girl with the uh, goggles on yeah yeah it's a girl oh. yeah it's a girl it's still I, I stand i stand yeah. by my statement this girl was Either kidnapped so. right. yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i picked morvern collar because i think it's a great movie we both love that actress i wasn't even thinking of the director oh i didn't um, know i didn't even see what actress and morvern collar is very much about writing yeah and about music Two of your favorite things. Oh yeah. So I was just sounds right up my alley. I really wanted you to see it, but so. even even when I got when it was time for me to give you the movie, I even in when I texted Mackenzie, I'm just like, Morvern Collar, if he can find it. So nope. here, here, here here's the terrible thing. Guess what? Uh, my wife Janie just got from the library like today. Morvern Collar. Morvern Collar. We, so have, we have the digital copy. How did you get it? Uh, she had on on um. She had it rented, uh, not from the library, from a Netflix disc for like a while though. It was like, oh yeah, cannot yeah find I looked that up too, and I had to wait three weeks to get. Yeah, yeah. So because she just got yeah, to because Jandy has the only way to Jandy. Well, actually, a genuine conspiracy. Oh yeah, I, I really so got fucked over. I don't know why that movie's so hard to get. 
it just doesn't. I mean, it just didn't have a big U.S. release. Like it but really. But it's so it, odd. Yeah. But you can find arcade very yeah. easily. Oh, well, found arcade yeah. for. It took no effort. <laughs> because <laughs> I knew it was on Netflix. I knew you were gonna be able to. It's find It's not on it. Netflix anymore. Oh, it wasn't. I had to rent it on Amazon. Oh, but really? That's okay. Oh. Was uh, Amazon? Did Amazon send you a special letter to just went fuck you here? <laughs> no, we I, wanted to get rid of this, but people keep renting it. <laughs> here's a. Dude, I, I here's a free year of Prime for our, our uh, sincere <laughs> apology. We're sorry. It was. It was gonna be arcade, or it was gonna be transfer. Transylvania 65,000. Oh, man. Oh, you chose the wrong film. But Transylvania we own. So I was worried that I was trying to think of something. Yeah, I would have called that one out immediately. Transylvania's got Jeff Goldblum. That's a fun movie. It's another pile of shit, but it's more fun to watch. But it's one of those piles of shit that you're actually like, I enjoy watching this. Yeah. So okay. I, don't know, I was trying, honey. It's, just, I, it's I really know. hard to choose a movie for you that you wouldn't know it was me. <laughs> no, I I appreciate the effort, no, and like I said, I I had a lot of fun watching it. Just go, like uh, a friend of the show, Tom Ford, showed up to uh, drop something off in my apartment while I was watching. He's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "Arcade," and I made him watch. Uh, the scene where the kid gets eaten by the game, where he's just like has his face pressed oh in the God. goggles, goes. Ah! They love fog in that movie. <laughs> they really do. They use so much fog. And all Tom said was, "Oh, I'm sorry, man. This looks <laughs> terrible." <laughs> well, I gotta go do something. Oh, I have to go do anything else. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, so that's it for arcade, John. Before we move on to John, really quick, Chewy gets a free shot at me for failing at my breakdown. All right, what's your insult? <laughs> The movie. <laughs> that I thought you were so talented at finding things on the internet that you were going to get more of a caller, and you didn't. That's a really mean insult. <laughs> Man, I tried. <laughs> I went to some dark corners of the internet. <laughs> All right, John, you Let ready? Yep. So, 30 seconds. I got this timer, right? Uh, John, what's your movie? Die Hard 2. Yes! Die Harder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, 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 go. It's John McClane, and he's back. He's in his John McClane. Uh, Bruce Willis. <laughs> and he's in an airport, and there's a bunch of terrorists. They're back, too. Different terrorists, though, and it's a naked how guy. Are they back? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, are the, what are the odds of the same thing happening to the same guy twice? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So they jack these planes and crash them into the ground and hold the airport hostage so John McClane does what he does best and shoots these MFers up and uh, saves the day. He also uh, chases down a plane through a helicopter and... Uh, Ejects out of the plane in an explosion. You're out of time. Uh, that was not the end of the movie, nope. by the way. <laughs> nope. Wow, oh, we are failing it. all around the table today. I do remember in this movie when he bites off a part of one dude's face and spits it back at him, right? Is, is that, that this one? one? Is it this one? I mean, I, I just watched one. this movie this week. This I don't oh, remember. yeah. It stabs a guy with an ice pit. Like, with an oh, ice that's pit. so fucking awesome. on an airport no. runway. Yeah. Oh, this movie. <laughs> this movie. This was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Blast blah, cold blah, air blah, to the blah. face. Yeah. No. Uh, so I, five minutes to start. So I, I love action movies like this. I, I feel like modern action movies miss the sense of fun, and the only one, the only franchise that has ever been able to do this is Fast and the Furious to bring back yeah. that. They sense do a of, better yeah. job than yeah. Die Hard. At this <laughs> they point. do a better, better job, but you can see the roots of this. It's like absolutely very cheesy, very over the top. Uh, I love that the villain is introduced by just doing like naked yoga in a, in a hotel. He's got a tight ass, and dude. He has a nice ass. <laughs> and the, the camera is very much interested in not yeah. seeing how his tight wang. his ass is, yeah. yeah, and hiding his wang. Oh like, yeah, they like second style avoiding nudity. There's a lot yeah. of hiding. Wings in these things <laughs> because he is flexible. My God. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> it's also played by well, Will Sadler, um, who's a great character actor. Oh yeah, yeah. He he always gives 
I, he always evokes that uh, this guy, like in an awesome way, like, yeah. like, oh yeah, that guy, but I never really remember his name. And then, uh, hey, oh, Robert Patrick in like one cameo. <coughs> yeah. Great stuff. Um, the action's really fun. I like that it is over the top. Uh, I don't, definitely it's not as great as Die Hard, but you know, what is. Yeah. But I like that it does kind of what the sequels do, and it kind of furthers it along, just keeps it going, adds some new twists and fun turns to it, and just doesn't like try to live up to the original. See, I think it does. I, 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 that's why it's famously my second least favorite Die Hard movie. Like, I put it above five, but I, I still think four is a better movie than two. Um, but I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I think it's definitely there. Like, it's it's a uh, it's a fun ride. Like, that's mm-hmm. just like the beginning to end is just kind of like oh, no, this it's a ride. Yeah, yeah and that, that's like it's a ride. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think like one, three, and four try to be movies more than like uh, two and five do. Where two mm-hmm. and five is just like. No, we're gonna throw John McClane in a problem and see how he solves it. <laughs> right? There's kind of this sense of just uh, ease is not the right word, but it doesn't. It's not trying to do like what the one, three, and the other ones do. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not trying to be that movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> for better or worse. It's just kind of being its own sequel, trying an idea, putting uh, the main character in a premise, and then just yeah, see oh, how yeah. it plays out. And what I, I thought my favorite part of this movie is the the blanks reveal, like the whole the that whole. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like. A sequel of this caliber with this kind of cheesiness de- generally doesn't do that. They do- they generally don't kind of try to pull this fast one and mm-hmm. try to give you a, a switcheroo like that. And I, I like that they did that. Yeah. Well, it's also really it's not a nice switcheroo because you're actually genuinely liking the commandos that come in and everything. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you see like really cool guys like they're actually on McLean's side, which in hindsight actually should give you a getaway that something's up because nobody is on McLean's side in right, any of right. these pictures except unless. You're Carl from Family Matters. Well, Carl from Family Matters, and then uh, Justin Long. Yeah, <laughs> ends up on his side in yeah. Part Four. I don't know why I'm such a fan of Part Four, but apparently I am. <laughs> also, I got to say two things and stuff that I don't think you mentioned. Stuff, which is one, um, Dennis Franz. <laughs> in this, Talk about him? a tight ass. Is that, yeah. <laughs> Actually, he is a tight ass. <laughs> Dennis Fra- is that his name? Is, that, is it Dennis uh, Franz or Dennis Farina? I, I think it's Franz. 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 Yeah. Okay, sorry. It's Dennis Franz. Is in this picture, and oh my God, does he do hit the stereotype of sloppy airport cop? Oh yeah, it, it, oh, yeah. It's like you can hear the director like, no, no, sloppier and angrier. Yeah. Like every single line. No. Like, no, 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 no. John McClane is the person you want to is the cop you want to be. So you're angry at him yeah. because of that. No, no, angrier, angrier, angrier. Dennis. <laughs> Dennis, angrier. Why are you want me to do that? That, that. Use it. Especially at the end of it, I do also love the turnaround that he does when, like, if he fires the blanks at him in the airport. Oh, yeah. they still fire is, things, by the way. <laughs> they they could have really hurt somebody in there. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's just like, "All right, let's do this." Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, wh- and then he crashes into a taxi, and that's it for them. Yeah. Proving <laughs> <laughs> once again how he got this job. You know what this movie could have used? Uh, airport references or airplane <laughs> references, airplane. Yeah. like planes and yeah. tar- tarmacs. Like if the if the guy who like made the hat out of like uh-huh. the map was in this movie, it would have been that much better. And no, uh, no, 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 I got, I just got it. So if he, like, if that guy was in it, but then at one point he goes up to uh, Dennis Hurst, yeah. and he goes, and Leon is getting long. <laughs> yeah, just as one cutaway of that, this movie would have been flawless. And I love that that plane chase at the very end is, is about as slow oh. as the Super Mario Brothers it's chase. 
It's down about the tube. as slow, and the runway's almost as long as Fast and Furious 6. Not quite, <laughs> but, but it, it tries to go there. And then it has the most magical gasoline in the world. Yeah. <laughs> That's able to jump. Yeah, it just jumps <laughs> like 50 feet. Like, I'm going to light this on fire here, and that over there is going to explode. And it's made best by that line, the the, oh, the famous line. Yip yay motherfucker! They picked yeah. the right time. Well, oh, I, did, yeah. I just love it. He's just kind of like, Yip yay motherfucker! Like yeah. you know, he exa- John McClane is able to figure out what he's doing, and like, and also not freeze to death in between the time that it takes. Well, there's a large fire right next to him. Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> Hypothermia right. right. wouldn't have said it. Yeah, he's, he's good to go. He just started mm-hmm. a huge fire. The <laughs> second thing I got to say is, is that if you guys have not seen it, um. The teaser trailer for this picture is an absolute work oh of art, of <laughs> 90s art. I'll have to take, I have the Blu-ray, so I'm oh, sure dude, it's on it's there. Hyster- yeah. I mean, it's literally, it's it's the epitome of 90s teaser trailers. So it's like, oh yeah, you hear all these airplane noises, and then these, war- like, these words start coming up where it's like, at Dulles Towers, like, 200 <laughs> million people get off a year. Like, so-and-so. <laughs> oh, do they? It has its own, <laughs> it has its own police force, and it will all come crashing down. And then it just goes... Unless one man can stop it. And you just see Bruce Willis <laughs> running out of this <laughs> terminal. Smoke and fire and explosions are happening everywhere. He slams into the camera. He looks at the camera and he goes, what are the odds of the same thing happening uh. to the same guy twice? <laughs> and then just die hard. Yeah. Fantastic. Next Christmas. <laughs> like, I perfect. love that the final line of the movie is basically the wife saying, why does this keep happening to yeah, us? It's pretty great. <laughs> but uh, the DVD menu for this, because we have the DVD trilogy. Uh, right. Uh, it's funny because it's very poor CGI going into the the uh, air tower to a computer with like a little radar screen, and then it has the play da da da. And when you hit play, an airplane comes out of the distance and crashes into the tower. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> and it explodes into the was, movie. Was uh, this okay. Did this DVD come out during that time period where they actually thought people really wanted to see CGI and elaborate? Oh, oh for yes. sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the Abyss DVD. The thing's out of control. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so who do you think picked it? Well, considering. Who's left? I think Brian. Everyone thinks I picked shit. Nope. <laughs> Swing okay. and a miss. All right. So then Ryan. Yep. Nice. You got it. <laughs> it's something that you were saying where it was like, uh, it's my least favorite of them. I'm like, oh, you probably trolled me with this one. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I would have made you watch three. Okay. <laughs> nice. Or oh, five. I wasn't that cruel. Yeah. But I couldn't let so, you watch the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I went through many different iterations of guessing who would do it. So oh, yeah. like you were you were always on the list somewhere, but. It was something you said that was like, I better try Brian first. Yeah. Fair enough. It's yeah. really I was thinking back to your... Now I know who chose mine. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> 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 Made it easy for you. I was thinking back to, uh, I think it was last Thanksgiving when you watched The Fugitive. I'm like, oh, John clearly loves dad action movies. So yeah, that's yeah. why oh, I picked yeah. it for that's, you. That's, uh, yeah. that's, that's a good reasoning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you're not wrong. I, I will watch it. I know. <laughs> so uh, Merry was Christmas. There, was there any other reason that you chose it for him? No, that's it. Okay, and perfect. I, I mean, Die Hard is classic Christmas yeah. setting, so I picked that. And, yeah. you know, I couldn't remember if we had done the first movie at all on the podcast, no, so I went with Die Hard uh, nope. too. But, but you know a what? Solid it, choice. Yeah. In film school, we went over the script so many times yeah. and watched the movie so many times that I don't even know if we need to. Yeah, it's a solid choice. <laughs> it's a solid choice. It's good. All right. Uh, last but not least. Me. We have ah. Whoa. coming in hot. <laughs> All right, Sorry. for our audience listeners, well, Chewy just got into my face. <laughs> I just kicked the microphone at Chewy. Yeah, uh, we're Chewy, violent here. What's your movie? Crawl. Crawl. <laughs> wow. And you two it, it, do not like each other. <laughs> 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 oh god! Uh, I forgot that yours was crawl. Oh wait, really quick. Uh, John gets to be made fun of. Yeah. Oh, 
Aha, you like dad action movies. <laughs> that's good. That was my jab. That, that's the best one of the table yeah. so far. Uh, I've been served. <laughs> Beyond just my very mean, like, I failed at the internet. <laughs> yeah, that was All harsh. Right. Yeah, right? All right, so Kroll, in 30 seconds. What's happening? Oh, what do you th- like? They, they know what I'm trying to do. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. He, oh he's crawling right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's glaving. Is, is that like is. the '80s da- dab? It's the <laughs> it's the glaive of ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right. Thirty seconds. You all ready right. to go? Uh, go, 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 go. It is a movie that starts in space, uh, kind of like Chronicles of Riddick, where there's these de- <laughs> these things that come from space and they go to planets and they overtake them and destroy the already living people. How many planets? Um, and shush. <laughs> And then you have a a prince and a princess who decide they want to get married because so Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> and then, oh no, the evil oh, the people galaxy. come and stop them. And then, so then the prince has to go save the princess, a la, you know, like in Legend, uh, not Legend, uh, Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> Does he have a weapon to do this? Uh, uh, he goes and gets the weapon because the wise old man. And then they. You're fight, out of time. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> wow, your breakdown was as good as the movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, That's I got an insult, ask, by the way. So that way our listeners at home know. What's the weapon? <laughs> it's a glaive. It's a glaive. It's not Krull. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I guess Krull is the name of the planet, which you never, you don't know. They say it in the opening monologue right in the beginning. I think. I could be wrong. Okay. Either, otherwise, yeah. I Krull no, is a place where heroes are on, made. Honestly, the biggest question about heroes this movie is heroes. they say that he's the king of the galaxy, but they don't have spaceships. So how the fuck is he the king of the galaxy? No, a- their son becomes king of the galaxy. Still no spaceships. They have fire horses, they, but they, no spaceships. They'll get them. <laughs> Folks, we're making this movie sound awesome right now. Uh, let me. Oh, it's awesome in, in the worst well, way. Well, this movie. You what want- did you think of it? You're the one who had to watch it. I always thought about seeing it. I've always had it recommended to me. It's mm-hmm. like because I love sci-fi and fantasy, and this is it's a, a big mix of it. It's a pretty interesting mix of it. <laughs> um, oh God, because it's like Lord of the Rings meets Camelot meets Earl Flynn movies meets. Uh, I keep forgetting the name of that movie with Tom Cruise. Uh, is it Legendary? Legend. 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 Yeah. Um, and it's just real odd. <laughs> and like, I, yeah, odd I, is a good word for this movie. Yeah, actually, pro- that is. Yeah. <laughs> the production design is fantastic. They spent so much money creating these sets for this movie and conceptualizing them. It's like they didn't have time to write the script. Like I don't like cause the script could have been interesting. It's just not a tight script. You don't understand why half the characters are there. Any of their real motivations, other than like the very like why the band of uh, Mary Bandits joins them, really doesn't make much sense. Oh, it really just—it's the one line. So ah, I guess we're an army now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> why? Who would have guessed that? Um, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson would be the biggest star to come out of this movie. He's the Cyclops, right? No, no, no. he's one of the bandits. Yeah, he's he's the whore guy. The Cyclops is my biggest problem with this film. That's your biggest problem? Like, all the things they have him do make no sense. Like all like why is he helping this magician guy who can't do anything? The magician guy really doesn't do anything in the whole movie other than turn himself into animals and kind of protect a kid at some point. That's pretty cool. Um, Black guy. (laughs) <laughs> what? He's the one black guy. He's the token black guy in this. But picture. he's not black. Yeah, he's not black. There's no token black guy in this movie. He's yeah. the fantasy token. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's saying it that way, but he, he's he's jazz in Transformers. <laughs> yeah. It, 
Yeah. <laughs> he's a waste of space. Like the thing is, like my favorite thing about this movie, and part of the reason I chose it for you is because I I like that it's so many movies came out in the '80s where everything's just so hunky dory the whole time. And the thing I love about Kroll... Had you seen this before? Yeah. So uh, you lied about seeing it oh, the same I lied, way that I lied, I lied about up the arcade. And down. <laughs> I've oh seen this God, many I'm times. I'm going to see the old Henry story <laughs> yeah. happening right now. Uh, the twisted, fucked up... <laughs> the gift no. of the magic. I, I just... I love that this movie... Like, since a kid, I've loved... Yeah, I've seen this movie a lot. Uh, <laughs> I've always loved that it, like, it was unafraid to just murder the shit out of its characters. Oh, yeah. It does murder like, its characters. Like, no one is safe. And you yeah. feel that the whole way through. I then Mr. Fancy Pants leather shirt with the weird Earl throwing... Flint star yeah uh, like he's even wearing earl flynn's outfit except now it's made out of leather yeah but earl flynn did Watch not have it. a have a glaive <laughs> the all-important glaive those pants are so tight they're so tight okay i gotta describe this guys in case like for people who don't know at home the glaive is a it's a star basically only it's got blades at every single side of it and we he, yeah we got one well we brought one today except it's, it's got, a little one but it's yeah, got the yin and yang symbol on it Chris is now doing <laughs> the mannequin pose. So he's been slain. Um, yeah. Chris has been but, slain. Yeah, the, <laughs> but the glaive, it's, it's not really that exciting. It, it's way better when Xena uses something like it. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> the best thing about it is that it, in the beginning of the movie, is like, oh, I could use this weapon. And the guy's like, no. Use it. <laughs> use it when you feel that it's right. And, and by the way, for I, it, we're gonna use this at the end. Don't get you. Like, yeah, don't yeah. get your hopes up because it's not gonna get awesome till then. Uh, and then it's just good. And it doesn't even kill the monster. Nope. It does what I hate in every movie. It's all about love. Oh, but love, love gives them the pirate. Love gives them the power to throw fireballs. What? That's awesome. I mean, yeah, that was <laughs> That's a cool the power sequence. of love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy Huey that. Lewis. Like the whole the whole wedding ceremony, the yeah. whole like I will only take fire from the woman I love. I will only give fire to the man I love. Like that was really cute. Yeah. And I like how they brought it back at the end. Him suddenly having fire powers is weird. But it makes no sense. It, it saves them because the the glaive really just kind of went nah. And yeah. like we even were watching <laughs> nope. it, and he's like trying to use the force to get to come back to him, and it wiggles, and then it goes nah. And then it digs in farther. Like it's yeah. like no, I'm staying. I don't want to go back to you. <laughs> you are too tight of pants. <laughs> so and then the power of love saves the day. Um, I felt like her, the girl's lines were dubbed over because oh, yeah, it's her, really weird. The, her voice does not set. Um, it doesn't feel like it lines up with her f- mouth, really. No, not at all. And it just doesn't match her face. Like it, it does not sound like the voice that would be coming out of that. I mean, girl. I've I, I've watched behind the scenes things. That's her voice. I just really? I feel like it was just either like a really weird ADR or something because it's, it's, it's her. It's just weird. And what? she's monotone the whole time. She'll be like, "No, save me." Oh, that's so ADR. I, I mean, yeah. cards on the table. When I was a kid, I had the biggest crush on her. Sure. She was a total babe. She to had a, child a very good was, perm. Oh yeah. Swing. The yep. girl in Sha- Legend wing. is way hotter. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, I was a kid and she was on TV. Friend? Yeah. <laughs> um. So obviously, you know that I picked it for you, and yeah. I've kind of said why I did. But beyond that, did you did you enjoy the experience? Yes. I mean, I loved the design of it. Yeah, the design's and fantastic. Some of the characters are amusing. Yes. Um. All you said that right. <laughs> the overacting is amusing. I just really wish that the writing had been tighter. Because they, they definitely had this grand story to tell. 
But then once they finished making it, there's just so many plot holes and so many questionable motivations. I, th- I think you're buying into whoever pitched this movie a little bit too much because I think whoever pitched it said, we have a really grand story to tell. And then he turned around to the people behind him and was like, they're buying it. We don't have shit yet. Because I don't understand what the Cyclops what was do? supposed to be doing. The Cyclops just always kept staying behind for some reason. So he could have a dramatic entrance. That's it. That happens three times. <laughs> it really does. And then he gets crushed to death and there's no blood. Oh, yeah. I made a great uh, uh, Hodor reference when we were watching it with Chewie the other day because he's like holding the door and I just start screaming, hold the door! Hold the door! I'm like, oh, I'm totally spoiling what's about to happen to this guy <laughs> for like, you. Oh, he's gonna die. <laughs> Whoops. And I'm sure those prosthetics were amazing at the time. Nah. But it just looks so limiting for his face. Like, no, I mean, the, the I feel like he tried well, to smile sometimes, and he just couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't get around that, that mask. I mean, here's the main reason why I picked it for you is because we had meant uh, it was about two months ago we had mentioned that it came up. You're like, oh, I always wanted to see Kroll. because uh, originally I had told Mackenzie that you were watching Little Miss Sunshine because uh, oh. we had just talked about that. And I'm like, nah, she'll know it's me. I'm right. gonna go for something she might think is either Chris or Ryan. Yeah, uh, I honestly did think it was Ryan. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably would have chosen. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I thought like it was one of those movies where like I always enjoyed it as a kid. I haven't rewatched it in fucking forever, so it's kind of it was a little bit of a selfish pick of like oh, I can't want to rewatch Crawl again. I'll make Chewie watch it. <laughs> nice. No, I. <laughs> well, Chewie got you back without even realizing it. I yeah. think. I, right? I I think she Krull was is so much better than Arcade. Yeah, I I think she she kind of overdid it. It's kind of like <laughs> I shot her like I I shot a rubber band at her and then she hit me in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> Still not intentional. I really wanted you to see more Regaler. I, I would have enjoyed it, but you know. Did you know it was me with that movie too? I thought it was you because I talked to you about how many times I like Lynn Ramsey. Oh. So I thought it was you immediately for that one because I'm like, oh, I just I I no, told I her how many times about I like Lynn Ramsey. At all. Oh yeah, that's that's what I immediately thought it was you. I was appreciative that it was on there because then like it would have been harder for like Chris to guess me. Mm-hmm. No, like, because because like I don't know you. I didn't know that you were into sixties and older like older films and everything. Kind of in the same way that I am. Also, yeah. I feel. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like I've talked about stuff like that. So I felt like I could being on the hedge of my bed. Yeah. I could have sworn I heard you talk about that. It was either you or Jandy. I heard specifically talk about seconds. Probably me after you saw it at that film festival. Yeah. So yeah. Like, the second I saw him, like, oh, that's John. Yeah. Are they still doing the Turner Classic movie? Every festival? year, yeah. Okay, because I got to. It's I expensive as f though. Like, I know. I remember when it first came out, it was very cheap. Well, I mean, John's being a dad. I like that you can tell that Jandy or uh, Karina's gotten old enough now where John can no longer swear. (laughs) (laughs) His swear words have just stopped. (laughs) It's not funny when she repeats it at the wrong time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that that's everything. Um, Wow, this is a great episode. This was a lot of fun. Oh God, we got you guys got to do this, John. John, this was a great choice. This is uh, well done. Thank you very much for coming up with this one. This was a blast. Uh, If you want to move this up to six months, the six months Christmas in July. Again, I am more than uh, Secret Independence. Chris, battle. thank you very much for coming out oh. for this one. This, oh, was, this a, was a this was a blast. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah we, we're trying to think of somebody who's been on a lot of episodes and who would be have a lot of fun and yep. at least know us all well enough to be able to pick something whoever they got assigned. And I love that Chris has actually seen all of the movies on the table. Yeah, of yeah. Chris yeah. Has yeah. Seen I mean, that's that's why he was a good choice for this. Yeah, yeah. Well, seconds. yeah. Well, seconds was seconds the one that I was like, wait it. a second, I have seen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when he said it to me, it's like, oh, I bet the Chris has seen it. I'm like, no, actually, I have seen it before. Chris uh, has seen a lot of movies. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's I a he's a movie buff, if you will. I gotta say though, the biggest pleasure was talking about Arcade. <laughs> <laughs> when I, mean, I saw that, woo! I was like, "Oh, this is gonna." Oh be my god! Fun. Can you just imagine having a double feature of Arcade with Gamer? Oh my god, Arcade Gamer, and then that's one what more man. Fuck, one more man. Fuck, one more when, man. 
when Ready Player One comes out at the end of, I think it's early 2018 or later in 2018, we're going to watch all three of those fucking movies before we go see it. And it's well, going to be a hell of a day. Oh my God. Well, it took 20 years to finally make a cyberpunk movie. Well, actually, no, there are cyberpunk movies yeah. that are worth our time. But, but this one's going to be the one yeah. because uh, they've all been bad so You know far. what other virtual reality movie we're actually really excited for? Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I'm so uh, excited to see I'm it. I'm about that one because... They're moved so far. They're moved so far away from the source material. But the right. thing is, is that it actually might work. Like, oh, I'm so excited now, for like, it. Now that I'm actually seeing the movie, and I'm like, okay, now I think I'm getting the idea about why you guys did yeah, it and it, what type of story you want to tell because you did that. And that will be where I've been doing when we come back in three weeks. Oh, I'll get another uh, one if I've been doing because we just mentioned it. I've actually been listening to, and I highly recommend it, but only do it after you've read the book, the audio book of Ready Player One. Oh, oh very cool. exciting. Which is read by Will Wheaton. Oh, really? I heard that. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. Exactly. That's a good. Just so you know, Chris, you got a lot of fuzz from the hat on your head right now. Oh yeah, now. yeah. You, you were. Oh my god, that's amazing. You're a bona fide redhead. Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> I have hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Ah, Costanza. Uh, okay, so we're gonna do a really quick round of plugs. Uh, Chris, do you have anything you've been working on or you're proud of that you want to plug really quick? Um. Well, I've been working a lot on the uh, featurettes of my job for uh, Moonlight, um, which is a fantastic film. Uh, we finally saw that. It was yes. very good. I, I might mention it next week in my Where Have You Been Doing? Yes, it is a great movie. I highly recommend uh, checking it. I highly recommend checking out Moonlight um, for anybody and stuff. Uh, you won't be disappointed. It's probably going to be nominated for Best Picture this year. Actually, I'd be generally surprised if it wasn't nominated for Best it'll Picture. It'll be up. I just I and wonder I'm, if it'll beat La La Land or not. Yeah, I think it's between. I, it's weird. It's because the other people at my com- at the company that I work for, they're working on La La Land, and we're working on Moonlight, and now it's kind of like one of those things. Where yeah, we're starting to realize we're like, oh, we're gonna be working on. Like, uh, that's a competition right there. Yeah, competition. Yeah. yeah, I would say like from where Brokeback Mountain was melodrama, Moonlight's like real life. Yeah, Moonlight is. But we'll real. we'll talk about Moonlight later. We, we we've been recording a long time. We got to get out of this. Uh, so. Check out the Blu-ray of Moonlight, where you'll be seeing what Chris worked on for uh, the featurettes and whatnot. You can check us out on ATHpod.com. Rate and review us. Subscribe on iTunes, please. We would really appreciate it. Uh, And check out our Facebook page. We've been posting a lot of stuff on there. Uh, We're trying to get uh, you guys more engaged in what we're doing. And then uh, coming up in 2017, we're going to be expanding the website out. We're going to have some blog posts coming out. Uh, we're going to have uh, more videos. We're going to have a lot of stuff. Like 2017 is going to be pretty exciting. Woo. We'll talk about it a little bit more next week uh, in our year-end podcast-ish uh, sort of thing. Uh, is there anything else we want to plug? Anything else we want to hit up? Did I miss stuff? I think that's it. Superstore, <coughs> Drunk History. Superstore, Drunk History. Well, Drunk History is done, isn't it? Yeah, but ended. Yeah, you can still watch it's it on Hulu. Amazing. It's not done on Hulu yet. It's not caught up yet. So yeah. you still have a few episodes if you're only on Hulu. And if you, uh, you're you watching Superstore and you fall asleep with your TV on for five hours, you might catch my show, Last Call with Carson Taylor, one thirty a.m. on NBC. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, so since this comes out a couple days before Christmas, I will wish you all a Merry Christmas. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. There's no such thing as Santa. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe.